This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta. Online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, Golf Channel's going out all next week for the first major of the year, the PGA Championship at Harding Park in San Francisco, providing nearly 40 hours of news, features, and analysis. Our friend, my friend, Gary Williams, will be a part of it all. It is a pleasure to welcome Gary Williams back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Gary? John, I'm doing great. It's, uh, it is great to hear your voice, and it's, it's never in our lives did we think that we would be convening on the last day of, of the month of July to preview the hmm. first major of the year the following week. Never. You know, I think about the fact that they took it out of August, they moved it to May, and here they are in August again. <laughs> and it's, it's not glory's last shot. It's wake up the echoes of major championship golf. It is, um, again, we're, 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 we're being, you know, glib, not losing sight of, of the extraordinary consequences uh, that we find ourselves in as far as an industry, but most importantly, uh, you know, our society, our country, and the world. Um, and I, I'm, you know, again, playing golf is, is, is a privilege. Watching golf is the same thing. And, and I'm looking forward to it just like you are. Talking about watching golf, we've watched it now for a couple of months without fans. We're going to get to a major championship without fans. Is it getting normal or do you think it's going to be weird? I don't think it's getting normal. Um, I, I think it's, uh, I, I don't necessarily think it's going to be weird uh, at TPC Harding Park, but I think it's going to be noticeable um, because, look, these guys are playing for their livelihoods. They're, they're playing for, you know, careers in the sense that whether it's a Michael Thompson winning and advancing his career with security of a couple of years. But when you get to major championships, we're talking about at minimum – historical footnotes and i say that you know in, in that's the most modest way you would describe a major championship victory to do it in the absence of fans um it, it doesn't take anything away from the accomplishment but the manner in which it's accomplished john i i don't know how you could argue that things would not be a little bit different it doesn't change whatever the outcome might be, and I think that Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, interlude on the 18th green at Mirfield Village is exhibit A. I'm not saying that Morikawa wouldn't have made that putt, but if that place had come completely unhinged, as it would have when Thomas made the putt he made, forcing Morikawa to make his, what do you think we would have done to Morikawa's putt to make in the wars, particularly since he won, these things, these are very, I think, palpable intangibles that are almost tangibles hmm. when it comes to our, our long-form evaluation of these, of these tournaments and these championships a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now. It's not getting more normal. I don't think it's going to be particularly weird, but it is most definitely different. Do you? Uh, that's, that's a great point. Do you think? I don't want, do you think there are players that will benefit from not having fans? 
Yeah, I think a lot of them will. I think the ones who won't necessarily benefit are, are the ones who are accustomed to hitting a lot of golf shots on live television, who customarily walk off the first tee with at least a modest-sized gallery that swells um, to five, 800, maybe 1,200 people. If you're a Brooks Kepke, if you're a Dustin Johnson, I think that that has residual effects over the the you know the immediacy of it with with players of, of less accomplishment who are not accustomed to it. It violates, uh, I, I think, their comfort level. I think it has an erosive quality to it on their overall performance. So I think the top ten to fifteen players who've done a reasonable amount already in the game who are accustomed to dealing with this climate are negatively affected because they can't use it against their competition, most notably Tiger Woods. I I think that Tiger, who handles the discomfort of having that many people around him better than everybody because it's been his whole life, everybody else, they play in relative anonymity. So they get to experience that during the, the, the cauldron of a major championship on a Sunday, and he doesn't get to use that against them, I, I think the best players give up the most. We're talking with Gary Williams here on the Augusta Golf Show. Uh, that's an interesting observation. Do you, so do you think Tiger at Muirfield Village was uncomfortable in this situation? I, I think that his, his physical state uh, was, was the overriding reason uh, the way that, that he played. Um, but I do think, I, I, I think, look, he has a lot of people that follow him, and, you know, early in the week as, as tournaments kind of meander to, uh, to a point of kind of accelerating to that crescendo late Saturday, you feel like, okay, now it's set up into Sunday, and then it's stifling. I think it's a suffocating experience uh, for his contemporaries and, and for those, and you can just look at, the, uh, at all the data of the scoring averages of players who have played with him historically uh, when he has been leading, uh, particularly as the tournament has progressed, uh, himself compared to them. Uh, so I think that, yeah, and, and not to mention, John, let, let's add the group in front of him. As soon as he holds a putt on 13, those people are, are hustling the 14. Let's say Xander Shoffley is playing his second uh, to 14 at PPC Harding Park, and he's, and he's two back of Tiger, and he's got you know several hundred people who do not care. And I mean that, that they don't, they're not, they're just aloof to the whole situation because it's about getting to a place where they can watch the other guy. He has collateral effect on the entire infrastructure of a golf tournament when he's on the property, whether he's contending or not. And when he's contending, I think it's some people. Some people handle it well, but it takes a lot to handle it. So I think he's the one who, who loses the most in the absence of an audience. Um, do you think... Accomplishing a, a career Grand Slam is monumental for anybody. Let's let's take Phil and the Open, U.S. Open, out of this equation. We've got Rory needing the Masters. We, we got Jordan needing a PGA. Do you think it's as big as a career Grand Slam is? Do you think it's harder to do now these days, Gary? Yes, I do. Because I think if you consider the, the, 
the, the modern slam. And, and, and if, you, if, if you look, for most people, and you're a historian of the game, if, if you start to look at it, whether it was, the, you know, the development and, and kind of the distancing of Augusta National and the Masters Tournament um, from the other elite events on the PGA Tour in the mid-50s, I think Hogan, Hogan and Snead Plough from 54 is a big, big deal. By 1960, I think it was with Mark McCormick and Arnold Palmer um, and, and the way that they use, utilized it as a, as a marketing tool uh, when he won the first two legs uh, heading to the Open Championship. So, so think about this. When Nicholas does it, and he did it three times, uh, when, when Player does it, and, and you're thinking, okay, you know, that, that, that's, that's an enormous deal. There was no sit-down conversations mm-hmm. with them, that, and and take social media out of it. There was no look at look at tournament notes of 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 them on the eve of them completing their career Grand Slam. There, nobody tried to advance the narrative. What is it going to mean when you do this? Whereas with Rory, Spieth, and Phil, forget waiting till fifty-four holes. I interviewed Jordan Spieth. Two weeks after the PGA in 2017, right on the heels of him winning the Open Championship, and I'm asking him at that time, at, at, at just turned 24, now just turned 27, what it would mean. And he has his whole life to try to get it done. It doesn't take anything away from it, but the chatter, the noise, the advancement of the narrative is a totally different beast. It wasn't even a beast in the early 60s. He is uh, Gary Williams. He will be a big part of Golf Channel's coverage of the PGA Championship next week at Harding Park. Um, it's good to catch up with you. Thank you for saying yes to doing this, and, and we will talk again soon. Thank you, Gary. John, my pleasure, buddy.